Welcome to the weekly hijack. Hijack. <laughs> it wasn't a challenge last time. You don't have to always say it that way. Welcome like, to the weekly hijack. Better, I guess. Hi, folks. <laughs> My name is Tim. I'm the disapproving one. And uh, no, not really. Uh, this episode tonight was Meditations on the Abyss. Thank you. I had almost forgotten. Looking ahead to some of the next coming episodes, and they're all very dark-sounding titles. Yeah, kind of Woo, a, kind fun of, stuff. Yeah, this one wasn't terribly dark. Not, no, not the ending bad. was terribly depressing. But other than that, I mean, it was mm. normal dark. <laughs> normal, <laughs> normal dark. Pretty much. Um, I guess we'll take these uh, maybe a bit at a time. Although I guess we could start off with the Lynn's Midnight Rendezvous with uh, that was weird with Lanier. Yeah, Lanier. it was weird. They, After he broke that, she broke that guy's finger. Yes, was a guy great. Yeah, that's a great self-defensive move. I would uh, never do any, any of these CD bars, Battle and Five, they're all horrible. Yeah, pretty much. I was thinking about that the other day. It's like, it, it feels like that this is something about the management of Babylon 5. Actually, I, th- I was thinking this in the last episode. Management of Babylon 5 that they've known is a problem for a long time, and no one really seems to do anything about it. Apparently, it's cheaper to get to Babylon 5 than it is to leave. Yeah. It seems like that they would manage yeah. some sort of like waiver program that would take care of a lot of these problems that they have on the station. It seems to make a lot of unsavory people more unsavory, even. Yeah. Desperate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, that, I don't know. That seems like a policy thing they could look at if they would ever <laughs> stop having wars. Uh, like, there is definitely the opportunity for an entrepreneur who wants to start a nice bar with clean tables and, you know, not sketchy people. Well, yeah, but a lot, a lot of people fingers. Battle of Five wouldn't be able to afford it. <laughs> oh, that's true. Never mind. Possibly. But anyway. Okay. They should take a, like Byron's old area and make it into a new like. Oh, I bet that's like a brothel now. <laughs> <laughs> that's a pleasant thought. Or a spa. <laughs> um, a salon. I think we this episode we did see some of uh, the Lynn's communal nature come into a play. You guys were kind of like, no, stop your life. Don't do that to poor Lanier, which, yeah, she yeah. shouldn't. But I do think part yeah. of it is like... She touched his face! Well, apparently he had a scar on his, yeah. on his cheek. He did? It was hard to tell in that light. In the, well, on, the, on the white star, you, you could tell better. You tell more clearly. Okay. But, uh, again, Minmari, though, are very much a um, communal society. And I think she, you know, Lanier said he had a spiritual love for Delenn. But I think Delenn actually has this deep spiritual fellowship with Lanier. I mean, she feels that way about a lot of, like, student-mentor relationships. Yeah. That, whether she was a student or, and, or a teacher mm-hmm. or, you know, no. vice versa. I think the thing is, for her, it's innocent, but she should know better that yes. it's not a good plan for Lanier. Well, like, she just does it all the time. I mean, it, she does it so often that she doesn't know that she even does it. Yeah. But, like, as the audience, we're like, you're totally leading him on. But she, she seems to have no idea. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I think it's one of those. You know, we talked about before. Delenn has blind spots about how other people do yeah. things. You mm-hmm. know, especially other Mimbari. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah, I, she's I, not. She's not like other Mimbari. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's one of a kind. Um, all right. So let's let's keep talking about Lanier though, and have talk about his whole little training sequence. I thought we might get into more of the Centauri plot That's line. That's what I was expecting. I was like, this episode's going to be really long because they're still not anywhere. And- like, you're talking about Centauri Prime. <laughs> right, right. It almost felt like it was a storyline that could have been taken place earlier in the mm-hmm. season. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you know, not yeah. long after he had been... Yeah, we had some training ranger stuff without little... him. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit. 
So yeah, I, I don't know if there was some behind the scenes reasons why. Like, there's a lot of training that goes into being a ranger, then. Like, and a lot. Well, I don't know. Think they. I don't know. If they all get deep space training. Like that might be a specialized. Oh, I guess she wanted him to go. Yeah, do the deep space stuff. And I wonder if it's just set up. You know, maybe there'll be. And I don't honestly quite remember stuff that will apply from his deep space training. You know, but you have to. If he's going to be doing that later on, we got to have some sort of setup. Probably. Mm-hmm. I, I would love to see more about how their fighters work because mm-hmm. it was a very odd setup. Yeah. It seemed like one you could see their face pretty clearly right out the window. A sleeping bag. But yeah, and then yeah. They, they looked like they were like leaning forward or something. That that seems like it'd be really uncomfortable for a long stretch. But I think they were just laying on their belly. Yeah, like it but, depends where the center of gravity is in the ship itself. Is it more like well, standing or there? That's true. Because if, if I'm thinking about like lying down and like looking up, I feel like my yeah, neck that, is going to get really, yeah, yeah, very strained. But maybe, maybe well, they had that it bone works. thing too. So I don't think that would be. Yeah, good. I don't know. It was, it was yeah, awkward. Yeah, that's why maybe it wasn't even so much a laying as much as a, like a pushing up against something. But I don't know exactly why you would do that. But maybe it's a triangle. I don't know. Especially if it's all verbal controls. Yeah. You know, like. Well, what's, what's the well? There was some physicals because he was like pushing buttons oh, around uh, around the, screen. the yeah the view window or whatever. And like the obviously there's readings for oxygen levels. Or... Mm-hmm. I know, I'd, I'd love to see like one of those you know like the Star Wars books that shows all the intricacies mm-hmm. of like the X wings or something. I'd love to see a cutaway of of how those. I wonder if there work. was one once upon a time. I you got popular to do that or not? That's a good question. I mean, I know there was a Babylon Five role playing game. There was a there was a, like so, a Starfire computer game at some point I think. Okay, so yeah, it's possible. I, I'd be very curious to see if they had some ship model details in there for the Uber nerds. I'm not usually that much in the ship design stuff like some people are, but that one I was curious about. So, so, yeah. so their plot line was it was interesting because, as far as training goes, but yeah, it it felt like a. Almost something that should have happened earlier in the season. Mm-hmm. Considering how late in the season we are, it felt. Yeah, sorry, I, I wonder if just you know we had so much time without Lanier. Is like oh we gotta get back into it was interesting. Yeah. We got Lanier and Veer back in this episode. Yeah. yeah, neither one of them have really seen much at all since the very like we saw Lanier. Okay, so he was in the Day of the Dead thing. Have we seen Veer at all since the Long Night of Londa Malari? I don't know. That was episode two of the season. <laughs> really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was really early. So, I don't know, interesting choice, but it was great to see Veer, wasn't it? Oh, it was fantastic. I would watch him, like, demolish a fruit stand any day. <laughs> any day of the week. I love when he walks in, like, you need help with it? Nope, just need to borrow this sword. I'll be right back. Uh, that was amazing. Funny thing. That this... I love that he was carrying that sword through Babylon 5, and nobody <laughs> stopped him and was like, hey, buddy, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> he made it all the way to the market and was like, bah! And Veer's like, I'm so proud of you. <laughs> he is a true Sertani. <laughs> now he's ready. <laughs> I think it's interesting cinematography-wise what they're doing with Londo's group quarters now. They yeah. they suddenly decided to shoot it from the opposite angle of what yeah. they used to do it. It's like a whole different room. <laughs> yeah. But I'm like you can tell the setup is supposed to be similar because you've mm-hmm. got the like little kitchen yeah. bar area and then the table to one See, side. I wondered if they changed the quarters, if they were different, but it must just be the camera angle then. Yeah, I mean that's I mean I think that's the idea we're supposed to take away from yeah. it. Because it's like, you know what? 
we, we obviously fancied up his office, but you know what? You never really saw you this wall. You haven't seen this yeah. corner. So, yeah, we can get away with it. <laughs> That's my guess. Maybe Who they would, lost that set. I think, I think we need a McBarry's. Okay. <laughs> <That was laughs> Golden headbones. Awesome. Golden headbones. <laughs> uh, good stuff. It tastes so good going down. <laughs> Um, Jakar got his, uh, Narn looking eye. His matching eyeball. Yay. That's, that was. That took a long time. It did take a while for it to get, for them to come through. Yeah. There must not be a lot of. Uh, yeah, probably not a big market for that. I'm guessing. Which is probably a good thing. Especially Centaur, especially Narn ones. I mean. Yeah. yeah. That, that scene where they were like pulling the old eyeball out. I was like, well, why are we watching this? <laughs> yeah. this is, I'm a little well, disturbed like, by that. I like that we saw that, but then when he goes to put it back in, we just see the other side yeah. of, of his face. Like, let's let's not worry about how it looks. Let's just pop it back in. You get the you get the idea. You get the idea. You probably don't really want to see that again anyway. Yeah. <laughs> but. Like, we I, didn't really want to finagle that all together. I feel like, now that I agree with Franklin's foundationism, but his explanation there made way more sense than how he explained it earlier in, like, what, season three? It was basically uh, more sense than Jakar's. <laughs> well, what Franklin's was basically what American relativism is basically yeah. what his, his explanation of foundationalism there is basically what American relativism yeah. is anyway. All these. Well, last time he gave all this mumbo jumbo, I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. This time, I'm like, okay, I get where you're coming from at least. They're like, oh, we can find the the root between all the religions, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, but it's yes, still kind of funky. But Jakar's religious scene was kind of like. Yeah. Well, see, I'm, what I'm trying. It was so weird because, like, he did the serious version. No one, and Aaron was like, "Okay, but what?" And then he did the funny version, like, "Oh, it's the river and mouth of God," and they're all, all the nards like, "Great." But I'm like, "What am I supposed to? Yeah. Am I like supposed to take yeah. Jakar's earlier one as profound? Now I just can't take it profound from my own belief system. I'm like, this is just mumbo jumbo. But <laughs> it really was. He was just like saying words. That- so I guess if you, if that, if I was to try to summarize what Jakar was saying, his perspective was that the important thing is a search sure. for understanding and what and, and god is your search for understanding well what you yeah your conclusion yeah which i so, don't lady lillian basically <laughs> from your from, from uh, girl girl Snort. Snort. yeah you, where the focus book. is the 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 journey is all that matters and so there's lots of things there that make no sense to me but what well, so, i'm just trying to figure out j michael thought that was like like something that, like, hey, we're trying to throw a real thing out here that people find interesting and discussion worthy, or whether we're coming right after the like, we should be able to laugh ourselves. Whether it's like, was an extended joke because <laughs> he was talking about the importance of humor yeah. earlier on. I don't know that part of his discussion. I appreciated because the humor part. Yeah, yeah, that's, I agree. I like that. That's nice. To, it's a good idea. It's it's interesting to see Jakar talking about not taking yourself too seriously, that sort of thing. The truth is a river, which honestly. Truth as a river is not too far off from if you're going to say that the important thing is the search for understanding. Yeah. I mean, that obviously that, that's a saying that truth is fluid. It's always changing. It's it's a direction, not an actual foundational thing. Yeah. I'm, I'm just yeah. explaining yeah. what yeah. the perspective is. Yeah. I'm not saying that I think that makes any no, sense. No, I wasn't making a face at you, no. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. It's, heresy! No. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's it's ridiculous, but I mean that's that's the perspective. That's a, a better way to explain it, rather than just like, oh, God is whatever you look for. <laughs> it's very interesting this this Narn like his Jakar uh, book of Jakar plotline because you have all these hangers on that are fascinated with his theology, I guess, and he thinks it's dumb, and the way they portray the Narns tend to make him kind of 
humorous. Yeah, they make him seem dumb. Except, except like, like he, except we're, we're still take Jakar as kind of the spiritual person on Babylon 5. So it's just a weird combination of like, well, religion's just made up by friend people who say wise things that people take out of context. It's like, the, the feeling I get from it. Are we to assume mm. that these Narns that are like all obsessed with Jakar's book, like, have they not read the book of Jakar? I think I mean, it's the version new, 2.0. It's the new thing. <laughs> the new well, it sounds like yeah. Narn... Yeah, it's new church in town. It sounds like Narn religion, anyways, was all these different competing book religion things, and this is the newfangled one. But they just seem... Just, like, I mean, the question none that, of them seem... None of the Narns seem intelligent about it. You know, they're all just like... What is God? Oh, yeah. There was a coffee stain. That's yeah. super important to keep. Careful in the coffee stain. I mean, I guess, I mean, I guess for me, like, what... Jakar's final analogy there about the river thing. It almost like he's... I think it is pretty reflective what he was saying in the first place. It's, yeah. a, it's a distillation Reflective. Into it. Yeah, reflective. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's like a distilled version into like... All the, all the Narns really wanted was a nugget, like yeah. a straight answer. And they didn't really want to have the understanding right. behind what mm-hmm. Jakar was saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that's what Jakar was frustrated about. Mm-hmm. And, and Frank was just like, ha-ha, see, that's why I don't believe in religions. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yes. His lighting in that scene was weird. It was. He was like the sinister, like, <laughs> I'm going to take over this place. Friendly sinister, though. <laughs> it's like, I'm Loki trickster. What's he gonna do? <laughs> I don't know. If this was a different podcast, it'd be it'd be interesting to go through Battle Five again, like analyze it philosophically. Places, and we do a little bit here, but you could do you could go, do hardcore go in stuff depth. Sometimes. Yeah, have a but real one. Do that. Yeah, we don't have that much time. To, we don't to want to do that. Yeah, <laughs> but. If you would like to know about what we actually think about truth, though, you may want to check out our other podcasts about storytelling, um, like maybe the episode on on what words are about. What words are about? That's a very good one. Yeah, so that's, I'm sure there's other. It seeps in a lot, but that was be a more foundational one. Yeah, Not foundationist one. <laughs> no, the real trains of thought. Blogspot.com. Yeah, we get to a little bit more of our Christian perspective on. Philosophies that might come up in storytelling and why Elsewhere. why truth ultimate truth, which we think is not a fluid thing but a but a central thing that explains everything else. Actually, meditations on the abyss. It's it, but yes, interesting. <laughs> the, th- the thing that's fascinating though about Babylon Five is how much one that it explores these these things, but then also sometimes how close JMS can get you and can. yet being kind of different. Like I was thinking about in the when the captain and leadership said that death is not the enemy. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, well, technically death was an enemy, but death has been defeated mm-hmm. from a Christian perspective. Yeah. So we don't have so yes, we don't have to fear death, but not that it wasn't a fundamental problem of the world. Well death is to be feared if you don't complete your mission. Basically it's that like Yeah. I mean, anyway, that just I guess, I guess if you put it in a you can't twist it around. Yeah, I mean just, yeah, he's just like death is not anything to fear as long as we complete our mission. But if you don't complete your mission, well then your life was worthless. Sorry, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that would be yeah, I would I not figure out if I liked that captain or not. I know what you mean. The whole episode I'm like <laughs> Do I like? I kind of like. Oh no, I don't. Uh, he's not too. Oh, uh, he's just kind of somewhere in the middle. <laughs> I was really wishing that he'd say, "You killed my father. Prepare, <laughs> Prepare to die." To die. <laughs> no, I really thought, like when he said, "I have an Israeli country. I want all the Mbari to be like, uh, what? Yeah, <laughs> like what is that colloquialism?" <laughs> That's fine. And then our be, linear would be like, well, I studied earth religion then. <laughs> There's this one with a bunny. 
It used to be something about a, a, a grave. I don't know what that's all about, but it's about a bunny now. Yeah. Oh, so. dear. <laughs> we're, we're laying it on thick tonight. <laughs> no, why on this episode of all things? But. Yeah, but... I was like, it's Easter time. That's perfect. <laughs> yeah, we are recording this two weeks before Easter. No, yeah, that's weird coincidence, actually. Not for the listeners, though. No, no. probably not. <laughs> Next Easter. <laughs> I don't know that far ahead. But anyway, we should wrap this up. Um, poor Christmas. Garibaldi, though. Oh. That's a horrible I felt, scene. I feel so bad that I'd forgotten about that. That whole drinking thing that he's back into now. I was like, mm. why, why didn't we check on him? Mm, yeah. I... Yeah, he's not in the episode. He wasn't in the last episode. They're like, oh, yeah, whatever. And then they're like, hey, where's Garibaldi? They were like, oh. Crap. <laughs> yeah. I just want to say, it was really fun to see all those guys kind of having fun. And t- like, Zach's just telling them about stories. And, like, mm-hmm. there we still a few, like, hey, let's just hang on and have a good time scenes anymore. Yeah, yeah we don't see that. We don't get to get all. And that, we don't get enough of that. That's, yeah. that's for sure. And I, that reminds me. If I did my math correctly, I, I was realizing this sometime this past week. This is was our 100th weekly hijack of Babylon 5. Oh, nice. Woohoo. Technically we passed the 100th episode already, but since we combined like the two parters in one oh, episode. Yeah. So we you've okay. you've now listened to 100 weekly hijack episodes about Babylon 5. Wow, good job you. Yes, you made that, it this far. That's a lot of Babylon 5. Get yes. alive. <laughs> So that is assuming that the world doesn't end in the six months until this episode gets released. Because <laughs> we're, way, we're way ahead of the curve here now. So anyway, um, we are getting near the end here. I mean, we've still got a little ways. This is like eight episodes. Eight episodes. So we're way closer to the end than to the beginning. Yep. Stay tuned. Until next time, this is Tim. This is Nick. This is Brianna. Bye-bye. <laughs>